Hello, everybody. This is Ty, your host of Talk is Free, accompanied by Christian. And we are so glad to be back for episode two. We appreciate all the support that we got from episode one. So thank you, everyone, who gave it a listen. And if you haven't already, go on Spotify, give us a follow. We'll eventually get on Apple Podcasts, but we appreciate all the support so far. The total of three views, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you got to start somewhere. That's, That's what happens when you just tell, like, five people. If any, I don't even know if I told five people. I think I told like one. I I, I was about to start saying names. But I don't want to say names for the personal reasons. So I'm did you post it? Going. Did you post it on Insta, Mister Thousand Followers? I'm 100. I I did not oh, because because and I'll tell you why because the link that you gave me to post it on Instagram looked weird. If you post it on uh on a story. It was just like the like legit like a URL, and I was like, I don't want to post a URL in behind or in front of a picture of our podcast, you know. Why don't you um, go on Spotify, right? Watch the podcast for like the first couple of seconds. Take a picture of the background, post that, and say, "Go follow us." I should have done that. You right? I just, I just, I was trying to make it easier for people, and then it, get, and then I, it got complicated. I was like, I'm not doing this shit no more. I, I gave up hella fast. That, that's really what it is. <laughs> I was just being lazy. But today is what is today? Today is the, the eighth, eighth, which means Scorpio season, bitches. No, nah, I don't care about that. What, what it really means is that theoretically, hopefully, thank God. Oh, Bi- oh, Biden. Biden. He's about to say Obama. President. Oh, my God. Dude. I said, oh, Biden. <laughs> Biden is our president-elect. So we got yeah. the orange man out of the White House. So I appreciate everyone who went out and voted. No matter, regardless of who you voted for, but shout out to states like Pennsylvania and Georgia because Nevada clearly doesn't know how to count right now. And they were taking their sweet time. So thank those states. They same thing with Arizona taking their sweet ass time. Listen, it. I, listen, I, what matters to me is that they, someone else stepped up, someone else stepped up, and we got an answer. And it's hilarious because Trump wanted the votes to be stopped counting in the first place, and he would have lost either way. I mean, this man came on preemptively, like two days early, and was like, "I am still president." Like, sir, come on. My guy, you are not. Bro, it's like it's like he was up twenty at halftime. It's like, bro, that that don't mean you won yet. Like, oh, yeah. still doesn't have to be played. He was the Atlanta Falcons, you know. He was just he just said, "Oh, we're up twenty eight three. We're good." Nah, bro. <laughs> three one. He was up three one and then failed miserably like the Warriors. Uh, it you know, but he's out in what January I think. So that's what really matters. He's he's gone, and we is have a actually, new president. Is he actually going to leave? Though? <laughs> it don't matter. Gonna We're gonna get him out. Someone's gonna get him out. Secret Service, the society, society. Someone's gonna get him. Biden with a steel chair. I don't know, but someone's gonna do it. That's what matters to me is that someone's gonna get this man out. So, I I'm just glad that happened. But before the election, I don't know if you saw, but there was. Articles circulating of all the major cities and the fact that they had boarded up a lot of stores. Oh, yeah, I saw that. 
What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, <clears throat> it really depends on which state it was in. Because if it was like New York, you know, they the were w- doing... Because they did it, they did it in New York because they thought if Trump won, people were gonna fucking go batshit crazy. <laughs> one of them was New York. The other one was another one was California. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I mean, listen, there was a possibility that he won. It was close, which is a little scary that it was close. Um, I'm just glad he didn't, though. I mean, yeah, it, it was really close, and it was. It's scary how close it is. It's, it's scary looking at the map right now and seeing how many states ended up being red. But I think the real issue is that even if he did win, like, you really about to just go loot and ride. Like, I, I always just have a problem with that. And it sucks because, like, there are stores that were just, like, they had to protect themselves. And But if society did their job, they wouldn't have to protect themselves. It's just like a like an endless, like, loop. You know, and there's... Like, right answer and there's no wrong answer it's just a cycle that, like thankfully is i hope is broken with biden now being in charge but if he wasn't it would just be another four years of this loop yeah oh man you make a really good point it's just i don't i i, I honestly don't know if people would have really destroyed stores and stuff i think they would have just peacefully protested but there are the crazies who want to take, want to be extra and take advantage of the opportunity, like they did back in like June with George Floyd. I mean, even here, people were just looting up stores. It's like that's not what we're protesting. It, you know it, what I mean? It only takes one person. I saw uh, the what happened in New York. What happened actually near our school? What yeah. happened? The road, of course, because I would give give away the school. But I saw what happened in that entire neighborhood. And I remember somebody hitting me up and was like, yo, we're about to clean, like, you're going to come down and clean it up. And I was like, nah, I'm not even in New York no more. But it's the fact that it's ironic that people who may not even be a part of that community went in and just destroyed. And it wasn't like they destroyed one, two. They took down, like, blocks. You know, they lifted up the, uh, what's that thing called? The gates. But they're not, I forgot what they're called. They're actually called. The one that comes down when the stores are closed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the shutter. I know what you mean. Which I, because I'm depending on where you live, there are shutter gates that come down after stores are closed, and the people would lift them up and then go like destroy the windows and go inside and loot the store. Yeah, they, bro, they're being so extra for no reason. I was like, come on, man. They took down blocks, and I'm just I'm grateful that there are people who may have not been part of that community who went. For example, people that went to college with us who are not part of, you know, who didn't live in New York, who didn't live in that certain neighborhood, but went out and went out of their way to go in and, like, organize the cleanup. Because it shows that even though we still, you know, there's that whole George Floyd thing, like, there's, we care about that cause, we care about, you know, man getting justice. At the other side, it's like, but we understand that you don't, through getting justice, you don't hurt other people's lives and their livelihoods, you know. That's very. That's the thing that's really important in this whole thing is that peaceful protests. It, for I'm a pacifist, anyways, so <laughs> I don't think I'd ever fight anybody, and if I did, I'd get my ass kicked. But I think that the extreme is very dangerous. Like going to the extreme approach, 
where whether whatever side you're on, red or blue, going to the extreme is as is a very dangerous thing because those ideologies can really tear apart a, a society and a civilization, and it's really hard to listen nowadays to other people because with social media with this abundance of knowledge on the internet you kind of you kind of i don't say isolate yourself but you kind of shut off other people and their opinions because you think you're right and and granted some people's opinions are stupid all right you know i'm not gonna come on here and say i agree with trump supporters because i don't i think Mm -hmm. i think I think a lot of what he said, not even a lot, everything he said was stupid. It was wrong. It was dumb. But I think it's really important not to just shun people out too. Because when you're doing that, then again, as they said, you're, you're creating this, you're creating a bigger problem that's going to brew and it's building and building. It's, it's kind of like what happened in Charlottesville. You know, it was peaceful. And then everybody wasn't listening to each other, and then it just exploded. And so I just think, as I said before, to kind of get back to the election and stuff, too. Trump more so represents that extreme right side. And the Republicans, some of them, have gone all the way there. They've they've pushed that boundary. They've gone to that point where they're just supporting that extreme and the Democrats, in a way, are trying to stay in the middle and trying to keep balance. But it's really hard. It's really hard to do that, as I said nowadays. And if they do veer to all the way to the left and go all the way, I don't know what's going to happen, honestly. Because you know, I've seen people say, like, you know, the reason. Let's be honest. This should have been a blue wave. People are gonna say it was a blue wave. They lost some. They lost some. How they lost some seats in the House, and they are. It's a toss up for the Senate. Mm-hmm. Biden. Let's be honest, man. He barely won. Like, he barely won. So I don't know what the Dems have to do. You know, people are saying they need to go to the extreme left. I think they need to support minimum wage being higher. I think they need to support legalization of marijuana. Some people, some people in, in the blue camp don't support those things. They're sending these bland, vanilla people, man, to these Senate races, to the presidency. Like, no offense to Joe Biden, man. People voted, people voted for him more so because they wanted to get rid of Trump than because they actually liked him. And that's a concern. That's a problem. You can't have that. If you want control, and it sounds like so, it sounds like evil. You want power. This is what you must do. <laughs> um... They have to really re. They have to re-strategize because what they're doing right now is just not working. And regardless of what you can say about Trump, he got the job done in 2016. Look what happened when he got in there. He was able to elect a new Supreme Court person. They got power in the Senate and the House. They changed a lot of bills. You know, at the end of the day, if you want to do that as the Dems, you got to play dirty, I suppose. But the problem with that is, though, and again, this is the catch-22, this is kind of the thing, is if you if you play dirty, it's just going to mess everything up, and it's just, there's going to be chaos, I feel like. So, I don't know, it's, 
politics is a very tricky thing. And again, like I said, I think we had to do a better job of listening to each other. You know, stop shunning people away just because they have a different opinion than you. That's the beauty of life, right, Ty? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you know, in the simplest form, you're a Kobe fan. I'm not. I'm not. We're not going to fight each other because you like Kobe, though. You know what I mean? Like, I listen to your opinions. You listen to mine. And we can have a smart, intellectual conversation. I think that's what's missing is just having conversations with people, trying to get understand them why they have an opinion on this and try to elaborate on maybe why you feel differently and can you reach a common ground? I miss those days where you can do that. And maybe there, maybe that has never, ever happened. You know, I'm only 24, so shit. I, you know, I, I don't know how it took place in the 60s and 70s and 80s. Maybe that shit was never happening. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I just hope that, though, for the future generations and for the kids that are coming up that we can leave them off in a better place than where we are now. Mm-hmm. And we got to be the leaders. We got to really take charge of this whole situation. And like I said, I know how dangerous it is to be extreme. Even in politics, it's a very dangerous thing. So hopefully the Republicans can come back a little bit and the Dems can come back a little bit. And there can be some common ground that we can work on. Well, I think that common ground is just moral values and getting rid of the two-party system in general. That the two-party system, definitely. As I mean, George Washington said it on his deathbed: "It won't, it won't work, and it never will work." So, I think you know, if God forbid that both sides, uh, currently Democrat and Republican, go to the extreme levels, then we might be fucked. Like, just honestly, we might there might be issues and. But if we just dem- abolish the two-party system and just, you know, focus on candidates based upon their moral values instead of, you know, people. Because like I said, there are people who are Republicans who will vote for Trump not because they like any of his views, but because they voted Republican for all of their life. And it's like, can you, you know, like they won't, they're not going to turn away from that party. Regardless of, you know, that party has changed throughout history. I mean, that party went from, freeing slaves to now whatever the hell they're doing so it's really it's just an interesting thing where the two-party system will never work and if we really want you know to have ideal candidates to have people that we can trust you know running and you know we're not voting as you said some people and some people did we're not voting for someone that we want we're voting for to get rid of someone else then you don't need the two-party system that's that's really what it is but at the same time which is the scary part uh, Kanye West got 60,000 votes and his name was only on 12, 12, 12 different states. In 12 different states, this man got 60,000 votes. Um, people really voted for him? Yeah. Oh, In God. 12 different states, his name was on a ballot and 60,000 people were like, yeah, let's vote for Kanye and Kim. So, yeah. Oh, God. This, oh, God. Don't get me started with this celebrity culture that's just toxic as hell, too, honestly. <laughs> but my thing is, it's it's my issue. My real issue is that it's it's Kanye. It's not, it's not the fact that it was a celebrity. It's the fact that it's Kanye. And I I do think Kanye needs, like, help in general. With, like, especially, like, ever, ever since he lost his mom, really. He's just been on a downhill yeah, slide. He's... So I, I think he needs help. 
And I don't, and I really would be afraid of having Kanye and Kim as our president currently, and especially with what's going on. So I really hope he never enters his name back in that race because the more states his name is on, there is a possibility the more people would vote for him. I don't even know what 12 states his name was on, and I don't want to know. He got the only one I saw was he got like 4,000 votes in Utah, and I was like, Of course, those weird ass Mormons. No offense to anybody who lives in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how your, your, your statement was nobody, of, of, nobody, no, not offending anyone in Utah, but you're like, Ah, all Mormons, I'll offend you. Like, stop adding to our list. <laughs> We have Republicans, Mormons. Who else did you put on this list last week? You just keep adding people. Uh, friends that I roasted about certain things that yes, they voted your for. Friend. Jesus Christ. Uh, but but that, you know what? Like, You know what's crazy, though, Ty, is like the Democrats. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Democrats, they, they, they had the blueprint to dominate the republicans in a presidential race look at 2008 what what is the key thing about 2008 why did the democrats win why did they take majority and everything obama was black no <laughs> no no maybe that played part of it but it was obama obama was new young he was talking about changes he was motivational, charismatic. You need, and you can listen. Oh, there, there is no such thing as an Obama every generation. Okay, that's like a once in a lifetime thing. But you need to find people who are motivational. You need to find people who are, you know, talking about inspiration changes. That's the kind of person you need. Yang Yang twenty twenty four. You need those kind of people. You can't send, as I said, retreads, vanilla, bland, old people. All right, like what, like. When you looked at the ticket this year, you're like, oh, I'm either going to vote for a 70-year-old racist man who's super rich, or I'm going to vote for an 80-year-old man who's a former vice president whose some of his policies were not in favor for minorities. He voted, for, he did a lot of shady things back in the day. You know what I mean? It's like, you want something like an Obama. I, that's what I wanted. Like, a person who's talking about change, who you believe, who you trust, who's different, who's young, who's energetic. You don't want these old farts, you know, like again, like Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, all these old people, like, get out. All right. This is why they got to eliminate. They got to eliminate these like multiple term things, dude. I think eight years max for everywhere in the Supreme Court, in the House, in the Senate, in the presidency. Get out. Because there's people in the Supreme Court who have been there who were elected by Bill Clinton. That's like 30 years ago, bro. Mm -hmm. The world has changed in 30 years. Like, come on. You're not wrong. I mean, I will say that a lot of people did did like Bernie Sanders, but there was that issue of... Yes, but Bernie... That's but a Bernie perfect was, example. But he Bernie was had the he had the Obama momentum, dude. Like, mm -hmm. he did. But, and he, he could have combated Trump very well because he was the other extreme, and he was way, way left. Mm -hmm. And it's like... It's like... He could have won, maybe, but again, he's like the problem is, you know, he's an old man, and the whole extreme thing, as I mentioned, it's a very dangerous thing to play with. It's like you're playing with fire and gasoline, so mm -hmm. you got to be very careful with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the other thing is in 2016, 
Bernie would have beat Trump. Like, we all know that. But for sure, Hillary was favored, which there's nothing wrong with that. I don't I don't think there was anything wrong with Hillary being favored. But that election and that election bothers me more because than this election, actually, because that election was about like, you know, people just didn't vote for Hillary because either she was a woman or because of her past in the government. And they, you know, people weren't favored for that. So they decided to vote for someone who has no history in government. That's what bothered me more. Well, you know, this well, this country's stupid. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, compared to also last year, this year had way many the record number of early voting, record number of votes in general. So, well, you know, that's what the pandemic did. I mean, I, there was a lot more people home. There was a lot more people struggling. Mm-hmm. So they had an opportunity. Um, I mean, I think like. 2016, I think only 120 million people voted this year. It was like 250, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm estimating. I don't, I don't truly know what the numbers are, but it was crazy, like a crazy, crazy margin of people voting, which is great. You know, you should take your, get your, get your, right, get your given right to vote if you're a citizen mm-hmm. in this country. What I do appreciate more is that there are kids, and I'm going to call them kids because they're younger than us, but there are kids who, because oh, 18 is the legal age to vote. Yes. Yeah. So there are kids who, you know, turned 18 who can legally vote. And especially those who are, you know, parents were, again, not Republicans, but Trump supporters. And they, which is why I'm not that scared for our younger generation, as sometimes I am, is because they were like, nah, basic human rights, bro. And they just, you know, dis- disobeyed that. I want to say disobeyed the parents, but they voted against their parents, you know, especially those of, Caucasian descent because I think it's again it shows more importance that moral values take then they should always take priority over political views but we as a as America we somehow got wrapped up in political views in the two party system so but yeah that's enough well, about yeah but, let's stop we, we're, <laughs> we're, we're like it, it's it's a it's a small step for a W, there's still a lot to be figured out, and my and I don't know if things are going to get better in this country. Honestly, I highly doubt it. I really do. But that's for four years down the line. We're gonna. I'm gonna talk a lot of shit these next four years until Donald mm-hmm. Trump Jr. is on the ballot in 2024 and he wins. I'm gonna be like, this is what I get for all the shit I talk. Honestly, if Donald Trump Jr. is on the ballot and his dad is vice president, I'm just going to fucking just burn I'll, something. I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> I'm just, to Norway or something, bro. I'm, I'm going to here. Sign me up, Justin. Uh, but no, You can so, see we're unbiased on our Talk is Free podcast. <laughs> clearly. Uh, but first of all, let's take a moment of silence for Alex Trebek. Oh, my God, A living man. legend. That man... I mean... Especially people who are older than us, people our age, like that man, that man changed our lives. Like even even if you didn't like Jeopardy, you know, if you stayed home when you were sick and you you would watch Jeopardy or Murray or The Price Is Right, you know, before you like ended up watching cartoons, Wheel of Fortune. Like Alex Trebek really changed our lives. He changed the lives of contestants. I mean, that man is a lethal. He was a living. Living legend and pancreatic cancer finally took his life apparently this morning, as I just found out. So, just rest in peace, Alex Trebek, and rest in peace, Jeopardy, because I am very biased. And I don't believe anyone should continue 
the reins of Jeopardy, I know someone will. Um, but I don't think someone should. Then again, didn't someone take over? Because didn't Alex Trebek leave? I don't know. I haven't been watching Jeopardy. I think what you just said. I tune in occasionally, like here and there. I, from what I remember, I think Alex Trebek had his last episode before COVID hit, because he was just oh, like, man. I need to take. Like he just wanted his time away. Yeah. And I, but I don't remember if they continued uh, rolling and shooting just because of COVID. So if someone already did take over, then shout out to them. I apologize. You know, you keep his legacy going. But he was a living legend. I mean, 80 years old was is a long time. And yeah, yeah, man. the crazy part is that's two. Uh, I always believe that celebrities go in three. Sean Connery was one. Alex Trebek is two. Al Roker has cancer, too. He might be three. All right, as long, I mean, let's, let's be honest. As long as it's not Betty White. She is. Oh my god! Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up, man. No, <laughs> Betty White and the Queen are are are, are the greatest. <laughs> we we I must say, protect them at all cost. I will say though, my favorite Alex Trebek moments are is not even Alex Trebek. It's Saturday my it's Saturday Night Live and Will Ferrell's impersonation of him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those skits from the nineties, dude? No, Where, bro. And then it's oh my god, you gotta watch it. They always have Sean Connery on there, and. Oh. It's, and like the person who's impersonating Sean Connery, they'll ask, they'll ask like questions, or you know, Will Ferrell playing Alex Trebek will ask a question, and Sean Connery would always be like, "Your mother liked the, you know, your mother liked the Trebek," <laughs> <laughs> or he'll oh. always miss, he'll always like uh, mispronounce the the fucking um, the the, and, you- the the questions. You know how they have like the things up on the board, mm-hmm. so. It'll be like titles, and and Sean Connery will be like, "I'll take titties for 200. and Will Ferrell will be like, "Will Ferrell will be like Connery? It's not, it's not titties, it's titles." And he's like, "Okay, I'll take titties for 400, Connery." You know, uh, your mother likes them. <laughs> I will say, um, uh, with Sean Connery passing, and Daniel, I don't even know if Dan, Daniel, Daniel Craig maybe is doing one more Bond movie. I just want to, I think, I I just want to rewatch all the Bond movies for between. Connery and Daniel Craig. I mean, I will I will admit all everyone who has played James Bond is amazing at it and fantastic. But I grew up when it came when it came to James Bond at the end of Connery. Like I knew of Connery oh. and towards the end of his movies, and then of course we grew up with Daniel Craig. Right. So I just want to re I just want to re like especially all of his like like his first Bond movies. I just want to watch them. I mean, and it's funny because the reason I think with Sean Connery, the reason why he stopped being James Bond was because he was twice the age of the women that, you know, James Bond sleeps with in the movie. And he was like, these women, could, like, they could be my daughter. Like, they're my daughter's age. Like, I'm I'm good. So yes, send them out on a swan song, man. You know, they're just. Uh, it's like. I enjoy like James Bond and Fast and Furious, but it's only like the first two because they're, mm. they're getting they're getting crazy because they're getting bashed with like twenty five of them. It's nothing. Well, I think okay, James Bond is. I feel like the thing about James Bond though is that you can revive like already done movies just with new actors, new uh, you know CGI, CGI and all that. 
Fast and the Furious, I think, just went down the hill. Just Fast and Furious itself. What are and, they doing? <laughs> and Fast and Furious, and I, I really just, I don't like Fast and the Furious franchise, especially when The Rock joined. It just, and or no, oh, you talking? Yeah, The Rock joined, and he left. And isn't it like John Cena now? Whatever. I don't. John like Cena's it. in it now. I, I, someone else is. Someone took over for The Rock. But what I don't like is that because Fast and the Furious was about racing. It was about driving. It was about. You know, it was about owning these muscle cars, these sports cars, and going out on drag races and racing around the city. To the fact that at one point there was a movie with a rock fighting a tank. What? <laughs> like, that's all I remember. You know, I don't even know what movie it was. I just remember seeing a trailer and the rock was going to get the tank. And it's just like, it doesn't make sense. I would, honestly, I stopped caring up to Tokyo Drift. I don't think the Fast and Furious franchise is good. Whoa, whoa, hot take, hot take. I, no, I but don't... you're but you're right though. But like even with like Tokyo Drift, they removed Paul Walker and I was like, who is this guy? And then they had Vin Diesel at the end and I'm like That is true, they huh? did remove Paul Walker. When what what was Paul Walker's last move? Was it six? They I dude, aren't don't they have like seven or nine of them? I don't even know. I don't know. That's how you know I mean dude, that's how you know that's mm-hmm. how you know a, a franchise is just taking massive L's when you oh, yeah. don't know how many of them there are. And it's not and it's not like, you know, the Harry Potters or what other big like non multiple or like Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Ew. Where you know they're based off books, but there's also a storyline. Fast and Furious didn't like ha- it it could have ended on Tokyo Drift. It really could have. Maybe the one after Tokyo Drift, which I don't remember the name because I don't remember their orders. But, you know, getting to the point, just leaving the whole premises of driving cars to then becoming like an, a real like action action movie, which is why I mean, I'm not going to watch it. I'm, I never have watched it. I don't think I will. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock and Statham, I think it was. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it. But I'm glad that they, they you know, he left that 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 franchise. And again, I don't think it's good. I think, and I mean, The Rock had beef with, I think, Gibson, but yeah, I don't, if it goes on for, it might be like some GTA 5 shit and just continues to just keep going and we just don't get anything new and I'm going to, and at the end of the day, I'm still going to be upset, but I just, I can't, I can't anymore. And I stopped caring for Fast and the Furious. But I'm not even like, oh yeah, James Bond. This is what started this. But the James Bond franchise, I think, because again, there are and I because I don't think they recycle any of their ideas for like the movies. The thing about James Bond, James Bond is, I don't want to say similar in Jason Bourne, but it has that premises of like Jason Bourne and like uh, not Mission Impossible. What's the other one? The one where the the girl always gets kidnapped. Fuck, what's the name of that movie? Taking. Taking. Thank you. Where it has that premises of. You only need is one storyline idea of what a, like a bad guy, what their might, what their like idea is of taking over the world or whatever, and then you know having that one cool ass, sexy agent who you know gets the girl or whatever and takes over, and I think it works. It works. Shut up. It works. Versus, <laughs> you know, you're such a guy. <laughs> But it, I'm thinking I'm saying it works because it's it doesn't there's no storyline that you technically like fully need to follow like Fast and the Furious. And 
because I don't I think you can yeah. any old themes. Like, and again, not Daniel Craig's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna continue shoot. He like willingly won't continue to shoot any longer. Whoever ends up being the next James Bond, I feel like they could, you know, if they're like, fuck, let's just reuse a movie we did like when James Bond first became a thing. They could reuse it, and people won't know. You know, people who like around our age, like they won't, we don't know what the first James Bond movie was or about or even titled. So, and it would work. At least That's for me. Actually, I mean, I mean, I mean, like um, they remade Mad Max, and I didn't know that there was an original Mad Max. They did it with Tom Hardy. I was, with, I was like, oh, this is a cool thing, and then come to find out that oh, they remade it. It was a remake from the nineties, Mad Max, and I was like, oh shit. I know, Mad Max. You talking about the shit? Because I know Mad Max. You're talking about Fury Road, right? Yeah. The one with Tom Hardy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's that's why I'm getting. Okay. That's why I got confused. Yes, I know of both Mad Maxes, but I thought you were because I don't consider. I mean, Fury Road. I guess is a remake. I don't really consider Fury Road a remake. I consider it like a sequel of the original Mad Max because of the whole title change, and that's why I was confused. Were they gonna make? Like an, were they gonna do like a, a trilogy of Mad Max? What happened? Uh, I think it just tanked. It was like because the, the movie was great. The movie, I mean, it wasn't great, but it was a good movie. But I just don't. I think they made a video game based off the movie, and then I think the video game tanked, and they just never, they just never did it. Because also, what did because that came out in what? What did Tom Hardy do right after that? Twenty twenty fifteen. See, it wasn't Tom Hardy like. Close to shooting, he was shooting something else right after that, wasn't he? Venom, maybe I don't know. Tom Hardy's been in so many movies. I think he was doing a bigger movie at like right after that. So, 2016 was Mad Max Fury. He did Legend, The Revenant is what it was. That's what he did right after. That's what it was because Venom was 2018. I see. Uh, Okay, oh, he was in apparently Star Wars The Last Jedi, but he was in the deleted scene. Uh, That's my boy Tom Hardy, like that. Okay, their budget was 150 million. They they netted 375 at the box office, so they made their money worth. But maybe they thought they were gonna get more. Budget 185 million, 375. I think they were supposed to make three of them. Maybe it was just like a one-off. Who knows? Wait, what? Although it was the highest-grossing Mad Max film, Fury Road was a box office disappointment worldwide, incurring overall losses of up to $40 million. How is that possible if they netted more? Because they had to pay the actors a lot of money and shit? Because they did have Charisse Theron and Tom Hardy. And you do have to to, uh, repay everything back for producers. Producers make the most money in movies. Uh... I see, I see. They put in all the money, so they have to make it back. We watched it, my family and I watched it at the movie theater. And the thing I got out of that movie the most was, holy shit, this movie is way too loud. It was so fucking loud, dude. Yeah. But it's a, again, it's a good movie. Critics loved it. People loved it. But I, yeah, it was reported that the location scouting was underway from Mad Max 4 in 2019. Miller decided to shoot a 3D live action, announced photography. Fury Road was in 2011. 
So maybe they who maybe they could make another one. Who knows? They might. I mean, they there's been movies where there's been movies where they've um made an original and then they finally made like a sequel to it twenty years after coming to America coming out in December. That is true. Coming to America too. Incredibles two took ten years. Uh, what was the other one that took ten years? That was a child, children's movie. What was it? It came out recently. Oh, Dory. Oh yeah, yeah. And granted, Dory and Incredibles two were good movies. I hope Coming to America two is good. It's gonna be very interesting because I don't. It's not about Eddie. Isn't about Eddie Murphy's brother or something. His child. His child. Okay, so that's gonna be interesting, especially with everything else going on, and just the world has changed. But we'll see. I think certain movies can do that whole long stand wait. Same thing with certain artists like Adele. Adele can go she goes missing like every four years and like comes out with heat like every time. So we'll see. I think Mad Max could do it, but the real question is who like what actors and actresses that they had will go back to it. Like will Tom Hardy want to go back to Mad Max? Probably not. I mean he's chilling, so I don't even know. Yeah, it really that's... depends. It it really depends. Like, if if he's down, then yeah, you know, why not make a remake of it? But if you're not comfortable in it, Tom Hardy can get any role he really wants. Honestly, I think he's one of the most underrated actors. I mean, he can, he can do it if he wants to. You know what I mean? It also, I mean, Top Gun Two was supposed to come out this year. Now it's going to be released for next year. That's going to be a while. Because it just got the COVID, so who really knows if they're ever going to be replaying on doing another Mad Max? Mad Max series, the fourth one, technically. I think I don't know, dude. I didn't even know there was that many in the eighties and nineties that they released. I mean, it's the same thing with the Resident Evil franchise. There's Resident Evil movies. People just don't fucking talk about it because <laughs> they're not good. God. Those aren't good compared to Mad Max, of course. God, God, God. But. Oh, I was just going to say, before you say, I was like, speaking of, like, anticipation or people dying for something, because I was watching some comedy specials, bro, the, the more, if, if it ever happens, if Eddie Murphy ever goes on tour and does another stand-up set, oh my gosh, people are going to lose their minds. (laughs) They've been dying for Eddie Murphy to do that for years, years. He's one of, Eddie Murphy... Is one of our greats. I would say it's Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and Bernie Mac. Are one of our greats. Comedians. Chris Tucker. You got to throw Chris Tucker. I fucking love Chris Tucker, too. <laughs> because I, like, when I think of Chris Tucker, I think of him as uh, Rush Hour. I forget that he's a comedian. Because of, Rush, because of Rush Hour. But you're yeah. right. Chris Tucker is. But I definitely think... I mean, Dave Chappelle is... The, I would say is one of the greatest comedians of our time. Oh yeah, definitely. But I would. If Bernie would probably Mac say Richard. No, Richard yeah. Pryor is the greatest comedian. I will say Richard Pryor is the greatest comedian of all time, of our time, of us growing up. Yeah. I would say Dave Chappelle yeah. is. If oh. Bernie Mac did not die early, it would. Bernie Mac was incredible. He was amazing, and it's sad that he passed away early in his comedic career, like when being famous. You know, as I love the Bernie Mac show growing up, man. I gotta watch some Bernie Mac. I've been watching Dave Chappelle. I watched Eddie Murphy. I watched Chris Rock. Nah, but you have Just to watch been... Bernie Mac. 
Bernie Mac, and I'll, I'll get Gary I'll Owens is funny. I'll give Gary Owens. He's funny. He's he's funny because he's a white guy who's who like talks about you know because he's just he's been around black people all his life. His yeah. wife is just half black, and it's just hilarious. Like from a white voice point of view, but like he's not doing it in like a racist like tone or manner. He's like he like understands us. Yeah, <laughs> I I just love it. But oh man, dude. Oh. Uh-huh. When you watch a really good comedy, it's just the best. You're like, yes, puts me in a good mood all the time. You know, it definitely is the best, and it it is interesting when you look at certain comedies and you're just like, some of them just age differently than you would have thought. Like, oh, and are you saying in a good way or in a bad way? Because some of them not, are just not in a in just it aged weirdly. So like the if you watch the the Dave Chappelle show on Netflix. The mm-hmm. very first episode talks is the poppy poppy copy episode, where it's the training video of like why you should work at poppy copy, and it's funny when it's funny if you've watched that episode before, and you see or you've seen the clip of that, but if you like watch it now without context, it's like not as funny because training videos aren't a thing anymore. Right. And the whole yeah. purpose of that skit being funny was because of training videos. Right. I see what you mean. Well, you know what's crazy, too? Even, like, what I like to do is, like, go back and listen to old rap songs. And the references they're making, sometimes I gotta actually, like, go on the internet and be like, what the fuck are they saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like, or that's like, how you know something is old when it's, like, yeah. making a reference to shit in the 90s or 80s. You're like, what? Or, like, when they make a reference about, like, a certain car or a certain phone you're like you know you hear a um, um, reference about iphone 6 you're like damn right yeah this like, song oh came out God. during that time <laughs> oh my goodness dude even even going back and playing old game like gta 4 for instance when you go around liberty city you gotta pay tolls there's no tolls anymore <laughs> like that's not true there are well, tolls in new york there's no more tolls they it's it's all it's all like they take pictures of your license plate or oh, easy passes. Easy pass. Well, yeah, of course. Well, that's still tolls, though. But I mean, like, but I mean, in the sense of you have to stop, pay the money, pay them, and then they yeah. open the booth for you. <laughs> I think it's well. I think in certain states they still. I think Texas they still have that here. I think I'd take that shit out. Do you? It's just you be cruising through the bridges nowadays. It's, well, of course. it's fantastic. I mean, the reason. I mean, te- they're probably going to go obsolete now. I mean, I. Ironically, people are probably going to lose their jobs for that because of that. But they will go; go- they will be gone because of COVID. Like that's and they, the reason the original reason was because of COVID. You know, and they like the whole touching and you know one person touching something given to another person, and that person might have COVID, whatever. And then you know because they shut down, like people are just cruising in and like they don't have to pay anything. And so the only time you have to pay is Easy Pass. The Easy Pass is like the best thing they ever invented. <laughs> All right, let's say the best thing is just loaf of bread. Okay, that's a statement. But back to music. I learned recently, like a week ago, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks have five Grammys. What? Alvin and the Chipmunks, the the Chipmunks, the animated Chipmunks with I Alvin. Know, I know they are. What do you mean they have five Grammys? Five Grammys. I'm not. I I didn't fact check this. I heard this. I'm gonna fact check it right now. 
But apparently, Alvin and the Chipmunks have five Grammys. But, like, the show, the movie. Listen. Like, who? Um, the, yeah, they, uh, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks, the project has earned five Grammys. Grammys. Oh, dude, the show from the 50s? That's not the point. Why do they have five Grammys? That's like that's actually I don't know. Like, and what, that's, and what, not, <laughs> that's not the point. The point is that they have five Grammys. I don't care when it was. They but have like, five Grammys. In what category? I'm trying to find the actual. Again, it doesn't matter. They have five Grammys. All right. Okay. Apparently. The Chipmunks have become the most successful chosen artists of all time, with two number one singles on the Billboard Hot, Hot 100 winning five Grammys. They had four a couple of number one we're billboards. Done. We're not done. Four top ten albums on the Billboard 200, three certified platinum albums, and the song, the Chipmunk, Chipmunk song, became the one of the best-selling singles of all time with five million physical copies sold. And this is not about this. Not in the movie. This is real facts. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> I do shit Grammys. They're not even real. Who owns these Grammys? Uh, right. It's got to be like the producer and director. Okay, but let's be honest, right? When we were, when YouTube was coming up, what did what did most people? What did most people <laughs> work up on YouTube with chipmunk versions of songs? 100%. 100%. At one point, I'd listen to that. I'm still... But, oh, I'm just... I'm so confused. Five... Five Grammys. Three certified platinum albums. Three... That's more than, like, most rap artists. I mean, yeah, that... They, they must have been. Real. They must have been super, super popular back in the day. Well, I mean, obviously they're still around. But like, when did they win these Grammys? Like now, before, fifty years ago. Again, it listen. A Grammy's a Grammy. It don't matter when. Mm, I mean, it does. <laughs> All if right. They it, if they won it in the fifties. There's less opportunity. In 2007, CGI slash live act, live action film adapt, adaptation, and its 20, 2009, 11, and 15 sequels were voiced in dialogue by Justin Long, Matthew Gray Gubler, and Justin McCartney. That's actually kind of a nice lineup. Uh, somebody and Carmen continued to do the voices for Alvin Theodore and the Chipettes. Uh, someone else did Simon's voice. The project has earned five Grammys, an American Music Choice Award, a Golden Reel Award, three Kids Choice Awards, and Minata for three Emmy Awards. In 2008, the Chipmunks received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They really changed our lives, apparently, that much. They're not real, though. It doesn't matter. Does Mickey Mouse have a, have a, um, a Walk of Fame star? Oh, that's a good question. Does Mickey Mouse or does Walt Disney have it? Here, let's see. You, Mickey. I'll look up Mickey Mouse. We look up Walt Disney. Mickey Mouse. 
Yes, you Bugs both. Bunny has one. Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney both have one. There's oh, okay. I found an article. Seventeen oh, fictional Snow characters. Do- yep, and Snow White. Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, Kermit the Frog, Walt Disney, Winnie the Pooh. So pretty much everyone who's changed our lives, which makes sense. Donald Donald Trump has one? Yeah. He's been had one though. Oh. Yeah, that actually kind of makes sense. But again, For... no chipmunks that aren't real should have five Grammys. I'm sorry. There's got to be some weird Grammy winners too, though. Like right. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past if like Winnie the Pooh has a chip, uh, a chipmunk has a <laughs> has a Grammy. Excuse me, while right. I eat people, I'm hungry. But like, let's put this in retrospect. T Pain has one Grammy. Chipmunks have five. Okay, but no, no disrespect to the boy T Pain, but it's not like T Pain was releasing fire albums every every year. True. He might have had like two really good ones. He's more listen, he's like Kid Cudi in the aspect of like he's better as a feature than an actual like main artist. His his especially Kid Cudi, bro. Kid Cudi's albums are garbage. His features and his backup singing were just screaming is fantastic though. No, I I, I, res- I like Kid Cudi. I like Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi's first couple of albums were very good. His last couple have been suspect, but again, his features, his work as a producer, his backup singing is phenomenal, though. But he's not the best, like, main artist lead. Listen, I'm Same just with to, probably. I'm just trying to figure out how many people the uh, Chipmunks have more Grammys than. <laughs> just... You're really obsessed about this, man. I'm have upset. you been thinking about this all week? Nah, I'm just... I'm just upset that they have so many Grammys. I really just... The amount of I mean, artists. It's not, technically, it's not technically them. It's the people who produce the music that want it. But it doesn't matter. It's still a great. It's just the, it's the idea that the chipmunks are the ones who own them. Because the thing about it is that, do you actually know who sings for the who sing who are the voices that sing the chipmunks? I do because you I just chipmunk my voice. You could chipmunk my voice, and I can start singing. I can win a Grammy, possibly. Yo, like, let's do it. <laughs> Start winning Grammys. <laughs> I'm trying to meet Billie Eilish. Let me win a Grammy. But it, I mean, is it challenge? I don't want to disrespect the Chipmunks. Isn't it's not actually? It is disrespecting the people who sing. Never mind. It's. I mean, it's hard to sing anyways. But Chipmunk in it. I don't know. That's that's weird. I think this is, it's it's actually. I think it's harder than we think. I because there is softwares now. That can just do your voice as a chipmunk. But we have to remember back then, before the software was a thing, they had to record a certain way. They probably had to sound a certain way. And then they had to layer over layer over layer until they got to a point where they're like, yeah, that's what a chipmunk would sound like. Because if you think about it now, and you think about like, again, as I said, there's like, you could probably go on like a voice changer and get like a chipmunk feature that would just make you sound like Alvin, Theodore, Simon. But if you think about it, Before before the chipmunks and before we heard the chipmunks, I should say, and before we heard them singing, like could you really guess what a chipmunk would sound like if it was singing, let alone speak? You know, no, and that's and that's the brilliance of whoever the hell invented Alvin and the Chipmunks. It's like, yeah. damn, that's 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 crazy. Exactly. Like, I mean, if 
the same thing with like if before if Winnie the Pooh just started singing. Like, I mean, I don't because I don't even think when I've ever heard Winnie the Pooh sing. Like, if he just started singing, he just started singing like some angelic, like just beautiful voice. Like, you wouldn't expect that to come out of his mouth. Very true. But you know what's funny is like you expect the chipmunks to sound like that. <laughs> now, yeah, now we do. Like, if we saw an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie or they had like a song or concert, or whatever. And they didn't sound like the way they do. They didn't sound like how we grew up to them sounding. Like we would be like, "What the f- like? What is this shit? Like this is not Alvin yeah. and the Chipmunks. You're lying to me." But this also goes. This also goes into the category of like, why do some things get really popular? Like, why did Alvin and the Chipmunks? Why was it so popular? They need to do like a documentary on this. Like, why? Uh, like, it what, was in what? 1960s, 1960s, and children. That's all you need. Why is Fortnite popular now? Children. Think I mean that's it. But 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 my thing is like why did a certain show like that versus another show get popular? What was what was so like oh my god about Alvin and the Chipmunks? You know we don't have the context now. For like a more modern version is like why was like SpongeBob? What made SpongeBob? Well, we well we know the answer. SpongeBob was funny as shit for the first couple of seasons. Oh yeah, every season was hilarious. Every episode in the first. Especially the first couple seasons were always funny, but with SpongeBob, it's especially now how they how they do children's TV shows, you know, or how they just do TV shows in general with pilots and then test audience. It made more sense. It makes more sense to SpongeBob because like Nickelodeon, they were just like prime time. Like, I mean, Nickelodeon. I mean, growing up, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Disney Channel. Like, those were the three channel MPBS kids. Like, those are the four channels that you watched as a child. So, and especially if you had Nickelodeon, had Cartoon Network, and had Disney Channel, and you had, pretty much you had cable. So, you know, and the, what Nickelodeon's lineup, especially back in the day, was not that vast. Especially because they had the, they had, uh, they what, they turned off their, t- they turned off Nickelodeon for an hour, and all it said was go out and play. That's when, like, when Nickelodeon was big and behind that going out and play uh, movement. So, you know, yeah. you had. You said just, their lineup wasn't good? Back in the day, though, I, no, I said it wasn't. I don't you said the lineup. I don't think it was as big. SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents, when, when, for children, Rugrats, 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 Mo- Rocko's Modern World, Rocky Power, The Wild Thornberries. That's There's a couple of Cat Dog. Seven. But all, but what was SpongeBob? But the thing about it, was SpongeBob around Rugrats. When did SpongeBob first aired? Ninety-nine. Was it ninety-nine? Mm-hmm. All right, Rugrats. When did Rugrats end? Oh, oh seven, I think. It ran from ninety-one to oh seven. I think it's their second longest four. show. Rugrats ended in oh four. Oh, okay. That's that's so, what I'm saying. So like SpongeBob came out in ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Rugrats was already in oh four. You influenced a show like Rugrats into that. Yeah, because Rugrats premiered around Doug with the Ren and Stimpy show. What I'm saying is SpongeBob, when SpongeBob came out, all the other shows that were out were already, oops, were already like, you know, popping. They were they were great shows. So all SpongeBob, all you have to do is implement a lineup. You implement SpongeBob between Rugrats and, you know, the Ren and Stimpy show, Cat and Dog, Doug, whatever. Like, people are, you know, people are going to sit through, the children are going to sit through that. They, and again, it's the way he was animated. Right. Animated. He was a yellow character, 
he appealed to the eyes of children, and then he was funny. The same thing with the I don't now I don't know what uh, the competition Alvin and the Chipmunks had back in the day in like the sixties, but I mean we're talking about the sixties. No, I mean I mean let, let's not Looney Tunes, Scooby Doo, Tom and Jerry. So probably all um, the things you just um, named. There was a lot of good shows, man. But all the things you just named. Well, when yeah. I meant competition, I meant competition that didn't become successful. But all the shows you just named, oh. they all have one common theme: an animal character. What was Alvin and the Chipmunks? Animal characters. Well, that, well my third eye is woke now. I see. <laughs> now you see what I'm saying. It's e- well, it was easy know, for them to become big because they appealed to children and they were animal characters. And then, and then you can sell a lot of merch off the animals because kids love teddy bears. Yes, so and you just made fuck tons of money. Exactly, and none of these animals were ever hurt in because these animals aren't real. And Alvin and the Chipmunks were the I'd like Looney Tunes weren't singing like the, like Alvin and the Chipmunks were. Scooby Doo wasn't singing like Alvin and the Chipmunks were. So, you know that even that because then because what happens was when they did start singing, you had music that children can listen to that was similar to common music at the time. So you know you had the Christmas albums, their remixes of songs, but like they were children friendly. And children wanted to hear it. Right. You know? Like, now, like, again, I'm, I teach preschool. I teach pre-kindergarten for four-year-olds. So, like, when I'm in school, during lunchtime, if I play um, Old Town Road, the original Old Town Road with uh, Little Nas and Billy Ray Cyrus, they don't, my kids don't care. I play the Kids Bop version. They they start singing. They all, like, happy. Because they know Kids Bop. Right. Oh, God, dude. That's... This reminded me of um, being a kid and just all those damn Kids Bop albums that they used to uh, advertise to us on like oh, Nickelodeon and Cartoon yep. Network. Remember that? I never understood who who these kids are and what happens to them after. <laughs> or why somebody would, or why somebody want to buy a kid version of kids like a song? Man. Why would you do that? Because it takes away all the curses, and it's every song becomes like a party song. Like the Tootsie Roll slide. Not a it's not even a great rap song. Uh like it's not even a great rap song. But the Kids Pop version, and again, because I have to listen to this now, the Kids Pop version isn't it's more like hardyish. Well, I see. Enough I for kids. I right. Say. But my thing is, what happens to all because I'm not saying these kids are great singers. They're not by any. I mean, they're also kids. So Don't disrespect the hard. kids. God damn, they could be. They could become they great could people. Be, it's hard. It's hard to judge a child if they're a great singer or not because you know they haven't fully gone through puberty yet. So I'm not saying they're all bad singers, and I'm not saying they're all like they all should be successful. But what happens to these kids after like you know their contract with Kids Bop is done? Like, do they just decide not to pursue music anymore or? Like, how many, I mean, in general, how many kids from Kids Bop are now, like, musical artists in general, like, that we just don't know about? I mean, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, and I forgot who the third, Britney Spears, maybe, all were on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse together, I think. It was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. They're also on that talent show. I forgot what it was called. Probably. And Selena Gomez did Barney. Really? I think she started off as Barney, on one of the kids on Barney's show. Like, yeah, so it's... So I mean, they, again, like fucking. I mean, what maybe Billie Eilish was a kid's god pig? I don't fucking know. I mean, I don't think she was, but 
we're getting into that dangerous territory of like starting to look the show up on the internet, and then we're gonna end up going to the weird side of YouTube. <laughs> no, no, I'm just gonna look up Kids Bob Kids because I'm very, very con- just I want to know what happens. It's a curiosity. Ooh, All right, that was notable there we go. Zendaya. Ross Lynch. Olivia Holt. Becky G. They're kids, Bob Kids? Apparently. Wow. So uh, Zendaya was kids, Bob 15. Shout out to kids, Bob. If you want to. They, oh, yeah. Apparently they have tours. Jesus. I don't know. I just want to know. What? Yeah. Shout out to kids, Bob. If you want to advertise on the, on the, <laughs> on the pod, please. <laughs> information. Uh, yeah, kids, Bob, just uh, send me money. They have forty main albums. What? Jesus Christ. Forty. God. Kids, Bob, fifteen. Now, now, who's the genius who thought like that? Like, mm, let's have kids sing Cold these songs. Are Cliff Chenfield and Craig Balsam in two thousand one? They've changed the world forever. Thank you. I, I, there is criticism against Kids Bop, and I understand it because it's There's the idea. Criticism? Yeah, it's the idea that. Granted, I don't think they'll ever do WAP, but it's the idea of doing a song like WAP and changing the lyrics, but it doesn't to like be kid friendly and like the sense that there's no cursing or easily explicit ideas, but doesn't change the underlining meaning of the song. Then again, like I said, well, I don't think they'll ever do WAP, but. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess there's, but it's not like they're letting the kids curse and you're changing the lyrics. And I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, listen, let's be honest too. Kids who are like 10 to 13 years old find weird shit on the internet anyways nowadays. So they're going to find their way. So as a parent, I think you should prepare them for that. True, but I think as a parent, you should also you should do that when they're mentally ready, as then make you know. And then that just comes with supervising your children, you know, when when they're on. Like honestly speaking, a child should not be on a device, a, a, on a, a device that can easily access internet alone. And I'm not saying phones, but I'm talking about like iPad and all that stuff, computer. yeah, iPad or computer things like that. It's so hard nowadays, though, because it's just so easy and people are just so lazy to want to deal with their children they're just like here we'll watch this russian cartoon for five hours it's not hard people are just lazy that's what i said because easily just child lock just parent parental controls yeah but uh, tyler we're talking about human beings they're stupid <laughs> i know all right know. they 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 should really i don't know you know Pay attention to their kids, and they're just like, I don't want to deal with you today. So here, here's the iPad. Go watch Masha and the Bear and Gummy Bear and all this other nonsense. It's, it's like, you know, if you want to be a parent, you know, advice to people who listen to the podcast. If you want to be a parent, it's not a fun thing. You actually, it's respo- there's a lot of responsibility, all right? It's like taking care of a dog, but it actually has emotions. <laughs> all right, let, hold on. Dogs have em- Animals have emotions. Don't be – listen, don't get animals me started with animal people, okay? Emotions. They're getting on the list, too. I'm animals list. have emotions. I'm just going to say that. Animals have emotions. What you're saying yeah, – Animals – yeah, okay, but a tiger is not going to be like, hmm, this is a human. 
I don't know if I want to beat her. I don't know if I want a mom today. It's like, no, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat you. That's not really an emotion. But that's because that's because tigers have lived in have lived in a different type of lifestyle. I mean, it's the I mean the same thing. If a dog, if you starved a dog, and the first thing it sees is humans, it will probably attack. Let's be honest. Don't you dare try to justify. Don't you dare try to. <laughs> I mean, look at chihuahuas. They don't have any reason, but they are the devil dogs. Is there like a gene that they have or something that makes them go like rabid like that? Just like ah! I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's because they're the smallest dogs in the world, and they need to try to hype themselves. I don't fucking know, but that's all. All that's all I'm saying is they have, the animals have emotions. There's not one animal on this earth that you could believe that doesn't have an emotion, besides chihuahuas. Are you they hearing yourself? Yes. I don't care. Chihuahuas don't have emotions. Animals, animals have animals, emotions. An- animals can't think. All right. I'm sorry, animal people. Animals, Come no, at no. Me. animals can't think to our sophisticated, higher level of thinking. I but would animals, say they're somewhat emotional. You're right. They're somewhat emotional. I mean, because obviously. Like, yeah. I mean, because like, for, like you, can, you can teach a dog to sit. You can teach a cat not to claw on things. You know? Like, it's, that's not, so, like, they can think, and they can learn. They just, you know, you can't teach a dog to do taxes, like, and that's a higher level of thinking. That's what I'm saying. So, like, they they have emotions. But, but, but when it comes to, like, raising children, you're not just raising children to do bare minimum. You know, you're not raising children so they don't shit on themselves, so they don't eat weird shit off the floor. You, you're raising them to be functioning and respectable humans of society. Or they Oh, Tyler, you've already made a mistake. You're thinking like a logical, normal human being. Most people are stupid, dumb, and just are not ready for children, but they just want to do the nasty, nasty, and not protect themselves, and then they end up with a kid, and then it's like, oh, well, now I got to take care of this thing. Oh, I'll trust and then it's a And then it's a vicious, monotonous cycle. And then there's people who just want kids. And actually are prepared, but then realizing they don't like them. And it's like, well, I got to raise it, which is admirable to anybody who has a child. Again, I'm adding more people to the hit list. <laughs> now you're adding parents. <laughs> by, the time we, by the time we get to our third episode, the only people that are going to watch this podcast are babies. <laughs> just, just and, then I'm gonna have, and then babies are going to be added to the hit list, too. <laughs> We're going to say Google Gaga the wrong way, and babies just like, all right. We don't like these people either. Let's just, just burn them. Let's get them all off. Oh, God. All right, so what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> I can't believe you said that in the middle of a podcast. All right, so I ran out of topics. What do you have? <laughs> I don't know. Let me think. Oh, uh, I do. No, I actually do have it. I was saying that's what you said. That's pretty much what you just said. I ran out of topics. What do you have? Um, I want to talk about the fact that people just don't care about Thanksgiving. <laughs> did what? you not? Did you not see? Listen, listen, listen. They already what? started Christmas songs. People are no where don't, I will fight somebody right now. I people will, are prepared I will. for Mariah Carey and Michael Bublé to come out of their caves and make millions of dollars real quick. Like, where people, did you hear Christmas songs already? People, Gloss over just on the radio because I don't go to the mall. People gloss over Thanksgiving every year. Name one time when after Halloween. Uh, uh, oh, I went 
100% agree. 100%. But I... my thing is, like, listen. Don't be playing the Christmas music. Like, if you want to start it on Thanksgiving or a day before Thanksgiving, I don't have beef. Don't be starting that shit three weeks early. Now, I suppose this year is a certain circumstance where, oh my god, COVID, we're all depressed, so we need some joy from the holidays. Maybe we'll start a week or two early. But, brother, it's November 8th. It's not, We're not even near Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's like, because on. she really started, like, November 1st. People put up their Christmas trees. Excuse me, Mom. People put up their Christmas trees already. People Some people always do that. Or decorations. No. No, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, like, I know. Thanksgiving really has beef. And I think... See, but I think... And I don't remember... Because I haven't worked on a job that isn't, you know... Was, teaching is my first official full-time job out of college hopefully not my last but i don't know if um people who work nine to five such as like an accountant or people who work at nasa or just any other profession that's not school related where like in closely in ties with schools and universities i don't know if they get christmas off for that entire week or if they just get the day. But I feel like because people who work nine to fives, such as accountants, you know, or NASA or whatever, they don't get Thanksgiving break off. They just get Thanksgiving day off. So I wonder if that plays into the fact of why people just don't like people care more about Black Friday than they do about Thanksgiving. Granted, I care more about Black Friday than I do about Thanksgiving, but that's how I was raised. Well, we have the well. Here's the problem with that. And once, well, you're working in schools, so you get a lot of vacation time. But you really just get one day off on holidays. It's not like you get the two week college break like we used to. So, I think the thing is, the thing is, here's the problem where Thanksgiving is located. Right? It's usually towards the end of November, third week, fourth week. Which is like you're really close to December, which is like people are not really thinking about Thanksgiving anymore. It's like mm, Fourth Thursday, November. Mm-hmm. And again, Black Friday, I, I think it's Black Friday up. definitely, Black Friday definitely impacts the interest in Thanksgiving because people care more about the deals that you're making, 100%. the opportunities. Um, but for me, Thanksgiving in my house is always a nice tradition where family gets together, we just eat, you know. I mean, that's that's like a normal thing for everybody, though. But I, see, but that's I think it depends on where you're from. I definitely I think it depends on where you're from, and I think it depends on how your family is was raised on Thanksgiving. Like I said, like I care more about Black Friday than I do about Thanksgiving because of how Thanksgiving would go for me and how it goes with my family, where it's like you wake up, you starve. People show up for like two hours, you eat, and then everyone leaves. Like legit, Thanksgiving Day, you sp- I spend like two hours with family, and that's it. And I starve the entire day. Because you don't walk into a kitchen in a black household during Thanksgiving Day. If they cook in, you don't walk in there. Unless, you bought a- unless you're going to put on an apron, you're going to help, you don't walk into that kitchen. So, it's like, it's not great. <laughs> Thanksgiving, is not, it's, not, it's not great because it's like so much like people are, it's not like everyone's in one kitchen, you know, it's not like Especially in these Hallmark movies or just these in movies or family movies where, you know, everyone's in a house, all the kids are on one side, all the 
moms and dads are in the kitchen cooking, and then everyone comes. It's not like that. Not at least we not. Gotta stop living. We gotta stop living in movie world, man. <laughs> right, but it's not. Like, it's like for me, it's not like that because, and especially because all my aunts when I lived in New York, my mom's immediate sisters were like in a block radius of each other. But it was uh, like, you know, my mom would be in the kitchen, two aunts would be in their kitchens, everyone's cooking, and then they all come over. We all meet in one house, eat for like two hours, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not like what was the point then? Like, yeah, we're like you're spending two hours with family, but it's like you could have done that at any other time without the stress of cooking certain meals because it's Thanksgiving tradition, quote unquote. I think that's you just brought up a really good point though. I think another reason why people uh hate Thanksgiving or don't care about it is because it's such a pain in the ass to cook. You gotta start the turkey early. You gotta start prepping if you got family coming over. You know, it's just like annoying. You know, and people like honestly, some people don't want to see their in-laws already. <laughs> they're like, I gotta cook for them. They're gonna judge me. And there's very valid arguments to that. I see why. Where I think Christmas, Christmas is more like you can, you still have to do some of that shit, but it's smaller meals. You can ignore your in-laws more. <laughs> yeah. If you do a Christmas dinner. Yeah, exactly. You it, don't have to it do it. It depends on your family. Because when I had right. Christmas, the last Christmas that I celebrated with family was that I remember was just everyone came over to one house, we exchanged gifts, and we hung out for maybe two hours. That was it. Again, Damn. it's not... It's I guess in my family, holidays isn't as big of a deal. Not so, mine either. Yeah. So, Dude, like... It, uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, let me let you finish before I say what I was gonna say. Nothing. So it's like it for us, like it less. It just doesn't really even matter, like whether or not like we celebrate Christmas, because like things like Black Friday are more important because like you know you're getting your deals, and you're saving money on like the new systems, or you're buying someone a Chris their Christmas present, or you're buying someone their late birthday present because you're like I'm just gonna wait for Black Friday because your birthday was in the beginning of November. I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, man. Um. Like, for, for my family, man, we, like, I got presents as a kid, but not all the time. And, like, now, we don't we do not do the present thing, which kind of shocks some people and stuff. But when you're a kid, holidays mean more because you're off from school. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you become an adult, if you're doing the 9 to 5 regular gig, or even some people who are in, like, sports or in, like, news, they work for the holidays, so... It's kind of just like a regular day where maybe you get you get it off and it's just like a day to relax and stuff. It's not like special anymore. Once you're like a kid, it kind of loses the nostalgia, the appeal. I um, think. Mm-hmm. Gonna finish. But, but I don't know. I I I enjoy Christmas more. I guess the the vibes of Christmas are just like I don't know. Everybody's so excited and stuff. Whereas like Thanksgiving is kind of just like you're getting there. It's like it's like. It's like Thanksgiving is the thing that like gases up Christmas. <laughs> again, no one's again, no one's hyped for Thanksgiving. That's that's the real thing. But I think when it comes to that appeal of Christmas, I think it just depends on how your family is. Like if your like if your family slowly stops I don't want to say celebrating, but slowly stops that enjoyment of like gift giving and the satisfaction of being together, then that appeal of Christmas and holidays is slowly gonna go away. 
like if I when I have kids, I'm not, you know, I don't give a damn if they're like 30 years old. Like we're gonna get together. We're gonna like either even if we don't get together, like we're still getting gifts on Christmas, whether it's just like money or if it's a like you're getting like we're getting gifts. But I feel like the whole point of Christmas, I mean, for children, of course, it's the idea of you know getting a present for being good and old Saint Nick. But I think the idea of Christmas, at least for me, is the ideology of both gift giving and gift receiving and the satisfaction of the when you give a gift the satisfaction on that person's face and how that person feels and how that should make you feel good and then the the vice versa where you receive a gift and how you feel when you're receiving a gift just so like that i guess is something that i feel the core value of christmas and i don't want to lose that idea of you know gift giving and gift receiving or just go doing good and making people feel good. Oh, ESPN update. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just the whole because Notre Dame got or Clemson got smoked last night. Without Trevor oh, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He has oh, COVID. Oh. It's whatever. Oh, he does. Oh, jeez. Oh, he didn't no. play that game. Uh, he he's one of the. Many people who are probable for COVID, and it's, it's it happens, you know. People are gonna like someone at my job. First month of we got back in person, got COVID. It happens. It was before kids arrived, so that's good. But it happens. It's not like that's the thing. Is like you can't as and the, this person isn't reckless. Like she, this person wasn't. She's not someone who was like going out and partying every like she was hella safe about it because and she lives at home. So she was really like safety precautioned, didn't want to catch COVID in the first place, want, like did her best to make sure she didn't and she caught it. Sure and, happens, like, man. Exactly. And she's and thankfully she's fine. No one else caught it from her. So like it all is good. So that's at least good. Well like we said, we're quite living in the strange just of times. Um, Dr. Fauci said things might go back to normal in 2022, and I said, "All right, let me just roll my window down right now and jump out." <laughs> it it all depends on the scene that they're making. That that really depends on when things will start getting back to normal. Because they're not even right. right. They're, not, they're not. They're not trying to do what which what they've. I mean, granted, I don't. But they what they're not trying to do what they did with the flu shot, where you get a flu shot which has the flu in it, so your body becomes immune to it. In the future, it, they're just trying to find a cure so that if you do catch COVID, you can get the medication you need to then feel well. They're like, they're just trying to like eliminate this as much as possible. And I'm just curious what would have happened if China didn't wait three months to announce that COVID was a thing. Like, would this have never left China? Let's be honest, though. Anyways, what, 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 let me rephrase that because that's confusing. Uh, let's be real. I think our country definitely knew that it was a thing, and they just failed miserably to react to it. They probably knew. They probably been knew like three months before that that it was it was here. I think. I think once it left China, everyone. Everyone just knew it was just a, moment, a matter of time. My thing, my questioning is: Could if China would have owned up to it, would it have had left? Because I think I don't want 
I don't want to say anything to upset China. <laughs> I don't want to add them to the hit list yet. <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm not, I'm not, because we're not, I'm not saying, I don't, I don't think I'm saying anything controversial. I'm just saying if, and I don't know why they waited three months. I never looked into it. I don't, or however, however long they waited for. I don't know why. What I'm just saying is if they just said, we, we, we done goofed, someone ate a bat, don't know why, uh, ate a raw bat, don't know why. And we have this disease now. Could it if it had not have done as much damage as it as it has? Could it have not have changed so many lives? Maybe, but China is a very different government from ours. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Like they're. I don't want. I, I don't know enough either so i don't want to just like say this is what i think and it's mm-hmm. right we don't know man you know we really don't know maybe they could have taken better precautions i i, I don't i don't know i really don't but hopefully we learn from this and actually take diseases seriously but of course we're not because human beings again are stupid mm-hmm. including us you know we're stupid too at times <laughs> Um, but I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's a very shaky situation. It's a very shaky situation. And I miss the old days of just being able to go out freely. Right. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. And I, I, I'm still just trying to figure out or just, I'm playing the guessing game of whether or not the world is going to go back to normal, whether or not we find a cure or whether or not COVID numbers drop, you know? I think because I don't think I don't think we're going back to normal. There, there's going to be a new normal, as mm-hmm. as some people have. There's as some people have been saying. Um, you know, I think that the thing COVID has done some things like kind of it. It sped up the demise of some businesses that were going to be destroyed anyways because they're not in with the times. Mm-hmm. It's also sped up the fact that, like, you know, you're seeing the importance of online deliveries, all that stuff. Also, it also, I think, it shows that there has to really be a care in the world for other people. Mm-hmm. I think people are just very selfish. And we should really care more about each other. Um, but again, as a but with me saying all these things, it doesn't matter to some people. They're not gonna care. They ain't gonna give a fuck anyways. And we're gonna be in the same situation in another fifty years. So I mean, listen, the Spanish flu killed more people but, way back in nineteen eighteen. But but we didn't learn from that, as you can see. As hundred years later, we have another pandemic. I mean, the thing about those, though, the thing about the Spanish flu, the Black Plague, things like that, our health system is shit. And I'm not saying our health oh, system yeah, is... Sure. I'm not saying... And not I'm saying our, like, healthcare. I'm talking... I'm just, like, the options that we had for medicine, the the resources that we have, just weren't shit. So... And, the, like, the, the heck... And, again, like, China, excuse me, Australia, America, all these countries have... I'm not gonna say... Group. I don't want to say they have great because I don't know what China's and Australia's resources are, but I assume because they're not, you know, their first world countries have decent resources. 
But the thing is, it's it doesn't matter what the disease necessarily is. I mean, smallpox and malaria used to kill before they finally came with a vaccine. You know, it it just what really it, what matters is like as you said, just people caring for each other and you know people just doing what they need to do and not just you know going science isn't real or this disease isn't real and just assuming that it's a conspiracy by the government when there are like actually people dying please don't get me started on conspiracy theories no time for you to get started on conspiracy theories oh right now but maybe on the next one <laughs> maybe on the next episode and you can open it instead of we can instead of opening it with politics you can open it with conspiracy oh theories. god <laughs> Ew. Okay, fine. I guess. <laughs> just we don't. That's just the whole topic, and I. The only thing. The only thing I'll say though, the, the which is what would have been my main point in the next one if we didn't start is just like, bro, not everything can be a conspiracy theory. People, like, can you stop? Like, 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 stop. Stop trying to justify you failing miserably or your. I don't want to say your struggles. That's really fucked up. <laughs> But people, I just feel like people are trying to find an exit from a problem they're having. So they want to be like, oh, this conspiracy theory. Oh, oh, they stole the vote. So this and it's like, no, it's called people just voted, stupid. They were like, stop it. I don't know. I think conspiracy theories, depending on what they're about, are hilarious. Like when they're about like TV shows and movies and just weird things then I, I i don't have a problem with them but like yeah when they're about things like covid is just the government's way of keeping everyone indoors so they can change the birds the battery in the birds because the birds are actually drones like things like that it's just like how did you end oh, up what? that far but it's because people have nothing better to do when they're home and they're losing their fucking mind so they're bored they're like oh i can come up with some bullshit and people will buy it because again humans are stupid as i mentioned multiple times on this podcast Listen, now you just offended the entire race. That's like we're going to have to appeal to aliens for our next... You think I give a damn? It's true. (laughs) Our next episode, we're going to have to... Our our fan base are going to be aliens. They're going to send some shit like Martians suck. And then, bam, we just lost lost everything. We're going to get taken up by the ships and they're going to destroy us. (laughs) They're going to beat me up, Scotty. Uh, But, I don't know. I think, you know, people... People want to make their conspiracies. They can make their conspiracies. I don't really... I don't get it. I just don't care enough <laughs> for those people. I just think it's... Life is interesting. And people like decide to make it more interesting. And I wonder if things like The Matrix, the movie, which is an amazing movie, of course. If that... Is that like... if Did that start at all? Because if no, you... I mean, I mean, there's, there's been conspiracy theories since the dawn of time. I mean... You know, sure. the, 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 the one, I'll say this, somebody made a really valid point on YouTube. They're like, uh, like, oh, do you, do you, they asked somebody, like, do you believe that uh, aliens were the ones who constructed the pyramids? And the guy was like, like, that's the most, like, like the most, like, white spin ever. Like, yeah, people, ancient civilizations that were not white couldn't build these things back in the day. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, 
mm-hmm. a really valid point. It's like, why do white people gotta like bring everybody down? Like, oh, there's no way these people were smart enough to build the pyramid. It's like maybe they were. <laughs> they I were say, actually. They I will say were. like, come on, white people, damn. I will say though, it, depending on what you view though. For example, the the conspiracy: the Earth is flat, which of course isn't true. But, but if you think about into the, I think the 1800s or maybe the 1700s, gravity was considered a conspiracy theory. Until Isaac Newton proved it. Right. Or, I, or maybe it wasn't considered a conspiracy theory, or maybe it just wasn't considered a thing. But when he first was trying to introduce gravity, you can view that as conspiracy theory. Or when, or when the Earth was the center of the universe. And people were like, nah, bro, the sun is. That was a that was definitely a conspiracy theory. They were like, really, the sun is the center of the universe. Come on, and then it was proved years later. So, no, I'm not saying that the Earth is flat will ever be proved to be <laughs> to be real as we but, can. But wait, but here's but here's the thing about those conspiracy theories, right? Here's the key thing about them: science. They're scientific, so science you can prove things with science. You can't prove things with fucking COVID is COVID is a government thing. What science? There's no science there. Okay, just think logically, people. Use this. Use this, but actually use it because you seem to fail to want to use this for some odd reason. Uh, just just to be like the whole PizzaGate thing. Like I was like, what? That's a whole different topic. But for those for to uh, because this is right now an only audio only podcast. When Chris was pointing to kept saying this he was referring to his brain because as you know none of our viewers can see what the hell you're doing while this i still is- have to let, i'm a very visual person right i have to visualize all right let the fans and the audience <laughs> let the fans and audience think all right imagine? i'll say it i was pointing to my big ass head because that's what you people need to use because you don't fucking use your head at times and it annoys me imagination to figure out what this could have been great our three viewers our three <laughs> viewers are going to understand uh, i'm one of them you're one of them and i don't know who the other person is this fan art is going to be real i cannot wait <laughs> but i can't uh, wait till i can't wait till our podcast blows up and then people are gonna be like you guys fucking suck in your first five episodes <laughs> Your first five like conspiracy theories. <laughs> Listen, first of all, to blow up, we need to market more. That does not just include me. Miss right? a thousand followers on Instagram. Followers on Instagram. You got followers too. Don't you start I with me. One hundred and fifty-seven. I posted it. No one, no one listened. I posted. And I didn't see that. They could be loyal followers. I don't know. Who knows? But they they look at my stuff more because they know I like to post like comics comical stuff when I actually say like you should follow this. They're like, no. You know, <laughs> again, once again, it's because people don't want to use their heads. Like when I'm telling you to do this, just check it out. Yes. Everybody's like, nah, I'm lazy. Somebody was like, send me the link, and I was like, I literally said in the video, go on Spotify, look this up, follow <laughs> by this name, and you'll find the podcast. Come on, man. Sometimes you gotta cut up the middle, man. But that's how life works. Sometimes, you know, some people are that lazy that you can cut up the middleman. You need to spoon feed them and hold their hand. That's all I can say. But on that note, we are an hour thirty in. Let's not do what we did last time. Yeah, we <laughs> two hours, almost two hours. So 
on that note, we will end today's episode. I we appreciate the support. We appreciate the follows, the views, whatever you can do. Uh, this will definitely be on Spotify. I hope that I'm not lazy enough, and I'll put this also on Apple Podcasts. So go check that out there as well. But thanks, thank everyone, thank you for listening in, and we appreciate it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> I'll see you on the next one. <laughs> I uh.